Dave Victor. You're listening to Orient Outlook Podcast. Oi, oi, and welcome to the Orient Outlook Podcast with myself, Steve Nussbaum, and my good friend, Southstand chum, Nottingham Travelling, the one and only Mr. Paul Levy. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for joining us here for episode 11 of the Orient Outlook Podcast. Uh, can't believe we've, uh, we've managed to reach 11. Um, another chaotic week um, in the life of a Leighton Orient fan. Um, so much, so much to talk about. So many varying opinions that I've seen on the forums, on Twitter, from all aspects of the Orient community. Um, it's going to be a very interesting one. Yeah, absolutely. Every week we always think that we can't fill half hour, and then every week we have trouble staying within the half hour. <laughs> so much is happening. So. Uh, yeah, thank you for all your comments and your um, reviews and all your emails and tweets over the past week. We uh, appreciate it very much, and thanks for sticking by the O's. So, it's a crazy week, Paul. It has been, absolutely. Um, we um, obviously would like to thank everybody uh, initially for getting in touch with us. We tried to tweet and engage as much as we can, and um, we feel really inspired when people are uh, getting back in touch with us with opinions. I had an opinion. I had a, a discussion with a uh, with somebody on Twitter. Um, I think Paul Bushel, I think it was, um, who was getting in touch. And, and obviously, the opinions that I tweeted were those of mine and not of the podcast and mine and Steve's in general. So you know, we, we you know we've got to put an opinion. We're not afraid to to mention it. But um, always good to hear yours as well. Um, we started a feature a couple of podcasts ago, episodes ago, um, with those of you who are not local, those of you perhaps that don't even live in the country, yeah, didn't uh, we? Yeah, and this one comes from the Ruthless Barbarian, uh, who lives in Scandina- Scandinavia, yeah. and said, a great episode, fantastic work. As a busy O's fan living in Scandinavia, it's wonderful to have a 30-minute podcast with only O's talk, and looking forward to the next episode. Uh, so thanks for that, it'd be nice to get your real name. As opposed to Ruthless Barbarian, because I presume that's not your real name. No, I can't imagine it is, to be honest. <laughs> but um, Imagine the signature if it was. Yeah, anyway. awesome. So thanks for that feedback. And if you are an XL or know any uh, latent Orient XLs, uh, give us a tweet at the Orient Outlook or give us an email uh, at orientoutlook at outlook.com. Yeah, all the usual methods of contacting us. Yeah, so what a week that's it's right. been. So Tuesday night, we had Notts County away. The, the gorgeous Paul Levy went to, <laughs> uh, on behalf of the Orient Outlook podcast, podcast and, yeah, and, and, and for his own enjoyment. So last week's podcast finished with kind of an uncertainty about Russ's future yeah. in the job with Mr. B, well, Mr. Bichetti communicating down uh, via Mr. Malanese that uh, basically win the next game. Or it's curtains. Or you're gone. Or it's yeah. curtains. Yeah, curtains seems to be the phrase, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. So the team for Notts County away on Tuesday night was announced. Uh, wouldn't say that was too surprising. Would you at the start? No, of the not not particularly. Um, I think the biggest probable, um, not shock, but but the biggest name to be missing off that sheet was Matteo Baldry. Yeah, so we'll go through it. So Woods in goal was expected because obviously yeah. Legends has got an injured finger still. Yeah. Um, so back four, Scotty C. Right back, yeah. Nathan Clark, captain, and Lowry moving to centre back, centre left, yeah, centre left, replacing Baldry who had a bit of a nightmare against, against Colchester. Yeah, he did. Uh, he did. And left back, which is a pretty decent defence, I'd say. I'd say that's probably our strongest back five, currently, personally, currently. That, at my, the moment. Let me rephrase that. That's my favourite back five. Okay. Period. Fair play. Yeah. I do like Baldry. Uh, I just think he had enough game, but at the moment, form wise, yeah. Probably agree with you. A little bit of a dip. Yeah. Absolutely. And midfield was Petrosso, 
the new lady from QPR who had yeah. a decent debut, didn't he? he against did. Colchester. Yeah. And he carried that on against Notts County as well. Yeah, Vince Lowe coming back from his suspension, who's a massive plus to have in the team. Oh, the, the, the midfield is completely different with him in it. Absolutely. Very Pr- much so. Pritchard, who's yeah. in, covering the uh, injured Jamesy. Uh, and Mackinoff on the right. Yeah. And up front, Mooney and Dagnall. So yeah. Slade also dropped Henderson, and that, that was surprising for me. Well, yeah, I, I don't know if the, if dropped is the right word. Probably rotated because he's probably not fit yet. I don't think he played a whole lot of football last season, so I think that he's probably still getting his sharpness together. I mean, he's a, he's a big boy to be moving around. Paul, it's almost late September. I'm not having the fitness excuse again. I know, but that's what seems to be the, the that's what seems to be the issue. I think Russ knows that with Henderson it just goes route one for some reason or another. And Tuesday yeah, night so much riding on it, you know, yeah. the curtains were out. Yeah. They're ready to be drawn. I think Rush just felt I can't miss Henderson in a game like this. Yeah. Which is surprising because Henderson's the biggest signing we've had. And if Scotland you believe what you well. read, probably on mm. a lot more money than most other players. Yeah. Uh which was surprising. So do you want to give us a rundown of the match? Like, yeah, it, it started off quite brightly. Um, both teams seemed to come out looking to play to play football in the first half. Um, I tried to tweet as best as I could while I was while I was there. Um, Very good job that you done as well. Thanks, mate. Say it was it's difficult because you're trying to watch the game, keep up with everything and uh, and whatnot. But but it, it's it's not the easiest at, at times. But you know from from you know the 311 other fans, a great effort midweek. To be fair, to uh, to be making that that sort of trip. Absolutely, so many away games and so many midweek night games where we've had yeah. to travel miles. Plymouth away. Well, that yeah. was a league cup. To be fair, um, Bristol City away. Nottingham away. We've like, travelled several thousand miles long, this week, to be fair, long, this, this past few weeks. So. Long distances, yeah, so well done to all the Orient travelling faithful, you know, it's a, it's a big ask, so well done to each and every one of you who gets to all the away matches. It was nice to see the Slade to Stay banners. It was, yeah, a lady came just randomly, I didn't, I've never met her before, I've never seen her before, I don't know where she sits, but... Uh, she she was giving them out, and then this this Jobsworth steward decided like was coming around asking who was giving them out. I think he went and had a word and said, "You're not meant to be oh, giving no that sort of stuff out." So, I think she was. I mean, it's harmless. It's a piece of A4 paper, yeah. as you saw. I tweeted with Slade to stay on it. Yeah. Um, it was nothing, and I don't even know why he even bothered to get like go up the stairs yeah. to talk to her, but he did anyway. So we started off quite well. We we were press pressuring from from early on. We had two corners. Good efforts. Usually the corners from the Cole U game were wasted. Yeah, I think weren't they really? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we were getting a bit more sharper on our on our corners there, um, and then not long after that, Notts County uh, got a penalty. Yeah, from what I saw on the telly, it looked like a penalty. Clark kind of slips and he decides to just take his man. Yeah, <laughs> you can see um, his arm. I want it clear. Clearly, see his arm. And the telly thing for me is Clark. No one appealed it. Clark just kind of looked. Just yeah. kind of stays on his knees after the penalty's given, and no one ran to the ref, kind of saying, you know, it wasn't. No. So no. Once, once you get that, you know it's a penalty, and fair play to their player. He stepped up. Stepped up, gave Woods the old eyes. Woods goes one way, ball goes in the other corner. Yeah. One, the one at this point, you're thinking, you know. Here we go. Here we what's go. What's happen? But yep. I will say that the ref was particularly poor on that okay. game. Um, he right. was completely inconsistent. He gave us loads of bookings and then nothing yep. for worse incidents that he'd given us bookings for. So, you know, uh, quite early on, two two of their players should have gone in the on the cut in in the book if if Clark's was a yellow as well. Which clearly, look on reflection now, Clark's was was clearly a yellow. Absolutely. So half time got to one nil and forty five minutes for Slade. 
if you believe what, what is read and what's published to kind of save his job. Yeah, absolutely. And we were one nil down and, and although we were having good efforts on, on goal, it really wasn't it really wasn't going our way. You know, we weren't putting the ball in the back of the net. We had some good spells in, in, in control of the game. Um and then not long into the second half we then get Yeah, good penalty. Well, we get a penalty. Get, well, it was good play actually. Great play, great and Mooney's great taking movement. that penalty. Yeah. Great absolutely. movement from Mooney. Probably makes a bit a bit of a more over the challenge. But I think he does, I, but... I thought it was a penalty. And yeah. as I say, great movement from Mooney. And uh, you were there to commentate live. When, um, yeah, so obviously not being quick enough to get onto the uh, onto the uh, talk, uh, onto the uh, recorder. Um, but I did manage to catch it just after he put the ball in the back of the net. So we're just going to listen to yeah. that now. stepped up like a man yeah given, given that he'd sort of missed his last penalty I think that was very brave big nerves from Dagnall a good penalty and uh, stuck it stuck it away well and then we kind of battered we, him didn't we yeah we, we were really strong in the second half we really wanted it um, we showed great endeavours good passing and moving Vince Lowe, uh, you know quite key as well yeah. and, and you know when we got the first goal you think actually you know what we could perhaps nick this and, and get the win absolutely and uh, Slade made a double sub so he sent on Cox and Henderson obviously looking for the win took off Moons and Petrosso yeah. and then took off Dagnall and brought on Simpson but yeah. unfortunately we couldn't find a way through a few, a few decent chances Dagnall had a good chance was slipped in yeah. um, and kind of, Henderson. kind of rushed sorry yeah so it was Henderson sorry yeah. uh, but kind of roughed Rushed his Rushed shot, his shot yeah. put it wide, and the match finished. Finished one all, and you've yeah. got you've got if you're a iPhone can queue it up. Yeah, um, the reaction from your faithful and after, yourself after at the ninety minute whistle. Full, yeah, here we go. It's all finished here at Meadow Lane. Lane Orient one, Not County one. Both goals coming from penalties. Hopefully, this is enough to keep Russell in the job. We hope to see that he's behind the uh, in the dugout on uh, on Saturday at Scunthorpe. Some of the players look a little bit dejected, to be honest. Either that or they're very worn out. But uh, Russell Slade is going round and thanking each player individually as the players now come over to the stand that we're all in and clapping us.
Russell is personally going around each and every single player and hugging them, shaking their hand. It looks like it's almost a goodbye. puts his arm out to the Leighton Orient people who are still cheering his name. Was that a goodbye? Who knows? We'll see you on Saturday. So you can tell from that, the crowd were just well behind Slade, you know, very proud to have him as manager and really got behind him. And Paul, you want to do a quick shout out and a thank you to... Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm not sure if he wants this to be particularly um, publicised, but thank you, Julian. I won't say his surname, um, just to try and keep some anonymity. Um, who And his wife, um, who very, very kindly got me back from Notts County. It was a Great journey back, although we got caught on the M1. I didn't get home till about 20 to 2, and I was proper tired the next day. But, Julian, thanks, mate. I really appreciate that. It was great talking to you. Great hearing another point of view as well. And um, hopefully I'll see you at, at Orient, because you sit in the South Stand, so hopefully I'll see you at Orient. If you're not there Tuesday night, maybe on, on Saturday against Rochdale. But So while Paul was stuck on the M1, I was frantically going through Twitter trying to get updates on what was going on with um, Slade and his future. Twitter went into absolute meltdown. So it took to about... Quarter past ten from the first kind of communications to come out. And James Masters was the first guy to come out um, and say that he was told Russell Slade is staying as Orient boss after talks with Bichetti. Mm. And then straight after that, there was a quote from Dave Victor that hit the hit Twitter saying, which was a quote from Russ saying, "There's a fr- there was a frank and honest discussion about the way forward, which still involves me at this moment in time. I love my job, and you don't want that taken away from you. I've still got a job to do." I still want to take the club to the championship. Which is great for, for hearing that, actually. It's, it's very reassuring at that point in time that that's, what, that's where he wants to be and that's how he wants to do it. Obviously, we're going to go on a bit and, and see later on in the podcast about... We're going to talk about this in more in-depth. But Absolutely. But then the club Twitter feed took about 15 minutes to get their own official tweet up, mm. which to me doesn't make any sense. Mm. So how can a, a reporter and then... A journalist, well, and then journalist not associated to the associated really. come out yeah. before the official club feed does. It's mad to me, and it's happened before as well this season with you know the signings of Simpson. That was all over Twitter before the club announced anything. Yeah, and with Petrosso, so a bit strange. It would have been nice for the club to be a bit more kind of honest with what was going on. Just yeah, just communicate. Just, commu- just communicate yeah. with us, you know. So why, why are third parties? doing it before yeah. I mean obviously that that always happens you hear about a transfer rumour in the Premier League before the club will actually tweet about it but just to keep some and fluidity with, with the information would, would be very much appreciated absolutely the club should have come out as soon as that conversation had taken place whether mm. Russ you know had he been sacked had he not and it turns out he hadn't but mm. there should have been a better communication from the club there but I'm sure I'm sure you know the club are very keen to sort it out so yeah Russ stayed in a job um also, Sean Derry, the Notts County manager, was very complimentary of Russ and said it was absolute madness and very strange his future was under threat so early on the season after all yeah. we'd, all we'd uh, achieved with the club. Yeah, and so, the fact that obviously Slade signed him when he was 14. Yeah, absolutely. Got a bit more of an affinity to it. But yeah. to be fair, his, his, his sentiment was absolutely spot on. It, 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 a, it was a bit of a disgrace and a bit farcical and I perhaps put that down to um, Bichetti and Milanese and... Um, whoever the chief executive is, whose name I had in my head that's just gone, you know, just lack of experience of knowing how to, 
to do something. Yep, so Notts County away, one all. Um, it wasn't curtains for Slade, so no. we move on. So we move on to Thursday, where mm. a new black uh, third, third kit. Orient kit. So Orient in the big leagues now. Yeah. You know, foreign owners, third <laughs> kit. Crazy. That's what punch high. What you think of the black kit? I like it. I like it too. I'm not going to buy it because I think they'll wear it about six six times absolutely most of the season. I don't even think that. No. It's right. only for Scunthorpe and, and, da- and, and Daggers, Daggers, but I don't think they're going to wear it often. But it's nice though. It is nice. Three kits, mate. As nice as the blue kit, I think, yeah. Mate. We had, we had three kits. We used to play it in, the cup, in our cup games. That might be our cup kit yeah. if we get further. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we'll see. You know, We're definitely going to wear it against the Daggers, so hopefully it's a, a lucky kit. Yeah, hopefully. So on Friday night, then yeah, so uh, rumours started abounding yeah. that Cardiff City were interested uh, in Slade, which was a bit bizarre, really, considering last week it was you know his future on it was up in arms due to the threat of the sack, and now a, a, Here he a big being... big championship club coming yeah. in from. Yeah, absolutely. I think that was that was quite a. I don't know where that came from, where that emanated from, but. No, well, there's certainly got momentum. There's big rumours on Saturday morning that Russ wouldn't be in Scunthorpe, that he was already in Cardiff, and that, um, you know, the team would be managed by, um, is it Nugent? Assistant manager? Yeah, yeah Nugent and did um, at one point, and it was really interesting to kind of follow it again on Twitter, because me and Paul both didn't make that match. Um, and it wasn't until people started actually tweeting pictures of Slade at about half past midday, one o'clock, that we knew Russ was actually. Yeah, it's all. All these people that are, you know, that's the problem with social media, is all these people that, it gives people that shouldn't have a voice a voice, unfortunately, and that sounds quite harsh because they're Orient fans, but it's like, just just rather than starting up nonsense just to say that, oh, I said it first, just wait until half 12, one o'clock when someone can tweet a picture or someone can get actual confirmation that Russell isn't in Cardiff, He's, he is in fact on the team bus. It gives us a voice though, so I think you need to take the rough. With the spoon. Well, that's unfortunately what it is, yeah. Absolutely. So, starting 11 against Scunthorpe uh, with Russ there yeah. and managing the team. Team, yeah, Woods, absolutely. Woods kept his place in goal. Um, Omazuzi, right back? No. No, Omazuzi, left back. Yeah. You've written the team down strangely. No, I have. That's how That's how they do it. That's in number order. Oh, okay. I like so it. I like it in, in a player, position order. Yeah, so you had Omazuzi, left back... Um, Cuthbert at right back, and then you had Clark and Lowry um, in, in yeah. the centre back. So that's the same defence as Notts County, there are no changes there. That's right. You then had Vincelo, and we welcome back Lloyd James. Absolutely, into the in place of Pritchard. Uh, in place of Pritchard. Can I just say, Lloyd James has seen has been an absolute revelation. Yeah. Been yeah. Spot on. He absolutely has. His, his, his passing is absolutely immense. Yep. We then had Cox starting for the first time um, with McEnough. Yep, so Cox came in for Petrosso. Yeah, and we had Dagnall and Henderson. So Henderson he he dropped Mooney. Henderson back for Mooney. Yeah. Uh, I think that actually made a few people quite happy. I mean, I like Mooney. Um, Mooney's been a bit off sorts, recently, you know, for quite a few games now, for quite a few months, actually. His right knee was bandaged. Yeah. So that would have been that. a reason. So we'll wait and see what the might, club have got to say about that. Might hurt himself in the warm-up. Possibly. And mm-hmm. congrats to Lloyd James, who made his 100th final appearance. So yeah. should we give him a yeah, round of applause? Yeah, round of applause. Uh, so the match kicked off and Scotty C gave Yo's a perfect start. I couldn't believe it when that flashed up on, no, on Twitter. Great corner from Coxie. Yeah. Uh, as you'd expect from Dean Cox. Yeah, of course. And Cuthbert uh, rises to head it in quite well. Yeah. And yeah. then from what we can make out in the first half, we pretty much battered them. Uh, played really well. They yeah. keep kept a minute with some decent saves. There's some good partnership works, you know, between Cox and McEnough. I think they're now starting to click, aren't they? Absolutely, yeah. Dagnall Henderson. Um, so yeah, so we kind of went in uh, comfortably one up. 
And then typical Orient style, come out of the second half, uh, yeah. two minutes later, or two, three minutes later. Yeah. An equaliser for Scunthorpe, so... It was through uh, Matt Sparrow. Yeah. Um, who was left unmarked in the... Um, in the 18-yard box, which to me is a bit criminal. Yeah, but... In my opinion. Yeah, headed down, so it became one of what I thought Madden scored. Well, yeah, but when we watched it back on the thingy, it was... It, it, I'm sure it said Matt Sparrow. It was either Sparrow or, 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 or Madden, either way. Anyway, we don't care, because um, they equalised, and then we oriented to get up the uh, other end of the pitch, and again, decent ball from Cox. Looping header from Dagnall, that was probably going in, but there was about three players around the area who might be able to get to it, um, and McEnough with a tap-in to make it 2-1. And then, well, firstly, well done, McEnough, for scoring your first goal for the club. Great to see. Yeah. And, yeah, and then straight after that, Cox although, was denied by, by a good save. Yeah, although, sorry, just to jump back to that, um, Joby McEnough said in his post-match interview with Johnny Davis that Dags is a little bit upset with him for not just shielding it in. Nah, which, which I, I suppose in the heat, heat of battle, you won't. But to be fair, that was, that was pretty much over the line before... McEnough even touched it. No way. If the boot was on the other foot, Dagnall would have put that in. So Dags, you've got to deal with that, mate. You've yeah, got to step true. up and congratulate, <laughs> congratulate McEnough. Um, and so then, yeah, you know, Henderson had a decent chance as well. Saves, same with Daggers. Yeah. We brought Petresso on for McEnough after 72 minutes. Uh, Lloyd James got booked after 74 minutes. It could come back to haunt us later in the season when he when he picks up his inevitable five bookings. He's the, the only one that got booked as well. Lowry, you've, good broken your, you've, got, you've broken your... Your record, you know, your And, your he didn't, and Lowry didn't get booked against Notts County. That's two and two. Blimey. Bloody hell. Maybe, Blimey. maybe we are Blimey. making a player out. I think that's a... uh, Lowry had a decent header saved after 77 minutes. And on the 82nd minute, we welcome back, first time of the season, I believe, Batman. Mr. Sean Bat. So welcome back, Batman. He had a great season last season. And another option uh, off the bench. Absolutely. And he Calls defenders cool, absolutely. chaos. It's fantastic that he's back. I'm so pleased. And in the 91st minute, he done a typical Batman run, outpacing yeah. his defender with his Out crazy ball control as well. Uh, put a beautiful ball into the box for Simpson. It was harder to miss than it was to score, wasn't it? Yeah, Simpson. Wow, <laughs> Darth Vader in the house. Well, everyone says to me Simpson's not a goal scorer, but why, why have we got a forward who isn't a goal scorer? I don't understand. Like, I think he's more of an attacking midfielder, isn't oh, he? Right? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. He needs to score a goal on quick. Um, you know, but in the end, you know, luckily for us, it didn't matter. We won the game 2-1. Yeah. Uh, which pushed us up to 17th in the league. Yeah. Just four points off the playoff now. Absolutely. With a game in hand uh, over Bradford City, who take up the last remaining playoff place. Not an easy game in hand, though, as no, we discussed it... pre-podcast recording. No, it'll be against Preston. against uh, Midweek at home. Paul's arch nemesis, Jamie Jones. Jamie Jones, yeah. My kryptonite. But also a good point is that Brentford had the same amount of points last season. Yeah, so it is possible to yeah. do to get a decent well, yeah. rest decent season. Yeah, so it's too early to be looking at the league. Just crossed. Now, but but post match Russell said um today Victor in his post match press conference, we're getting there. It's a really good week for the football club. I'm very happy here. I've always given my best. We've we've been magnificent away. Uh, but we now must really turn it round at home. That's the key, which I totally agree with him on. Yep, so congrats to the 261 Orient fans who've made the journey. Yeah. Much respect. Yeah. Um, and saw an Orient win, which was great. Absolutely. So we're now sitting chirply in 17th, having played 8 1 2, drawn 4, and lost 4. So. Um, That's what us. We haven't lost 4 games this season, you know that? That's what you've put. Is it? Yeah. No, one, two, drawn four, lost two. 
Yeah, you've, you've got Rochdale's figures there. But need, but need and worry. Never um, mind. Moving swiftly on. Never mind. So Russ is currently on at 9.30 on the 21st of September. Still on the job at Leighton Orient. Yeah. Just. So, yeah, yeah rumours started on Friday night even on Twitter. Uh, rumours that he got sacked in the tunnel against Notts County, but that yeah, must just be rubbish. And... Yeah, Russ said that he wasn't even aware that Cardiff had been given permission to speak to him by Orion. I don't know where you've picked up that quote from. Him. When? Um, post-match. Against? Scunthorpe. Yeah. Okay. In the post-match, uh, in, in the three and a half minutes that he has with Dave Victor, he said it's... Um, he, he basically said that, you know, he isn't, he isn't sure that... He hasn't spoken to Cardiff by the sounds of it, but that doesn't mean his agent hasn't spoken to, to Cardiff. And on the Football League show, it's a different quote, though, isn't it? That yeah, he said he said because he gets interviewed by the Football League show. He said, it's, "Do you remember the cameraman that was down there with with Dave Victor after they asked the question? Um, do you remember from Colchester last week? No. Um, basically, he said it's nice to be associated with such a big club like Cardiff. Um, I'm very proud of the fact that they've been uh, that they've seen the good work that we've done at the football club. I think they may have requested permission to talk to me, but I'm uncertain. I'm a little in the dark. Fine. Yeah, well, if I was Slade, I'd I'd say that as well because that's quite that's non-committal. And if something happens, then great. If not, it, it's it's a safe comment to make. If I was Slade, I'd be trying to get out of Orion. You Bold would. comment, but you know, obviously, Bichette's got issues with him. Yeah. Cardiff. From an oil perspective, Cardiff is, is a good move for us because we'd get compensation from him. We wouldn't have to sack him. No. Um, but I, for him, that's not a good move because I think a better move would be Fulham. Work under, Vin, work under Vincent Tan. I don't, I think, I don't think Fulham will come, will come anywhere near Slade. I, 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 if I was Russ, I'd be... Two big jobs. I'd be... Cho- but Fulham two, might, two big jobs. Fulham might even be a link with Slade. No, I know, but I think that's a better job for Slade. But because they've even, got a better chairman at Fulham with a better infrastructure, a better youth squad. But it's not even an option. They're not even... No, not but nor is Leeds, but Leeds has got a vacancy. But that would be but, a poison chalice as well. Another big club with a mental chairman. But Cardiff have come in for him. Well, it would appear Cardiff have come in for have him. They, so they? No one from Cardiff has said that. Well, no one from Cardiff has said that. James Masters has tweeted that it's a done deal. Yeah. And James Masters tends to kind of... Get the exclusives right. uh, and get things right. So it looks like Cardiff are interested in him. Yeah. But, you know, these things sometimes... I think he might have jumped the gun because that would have probably been announced today if that was the case. Possibly. Um, well, he might be working out compensation with Bichetti. Bichetti might want a bit more money. Tam might not be wanting to offer money. I thought it was happening in the last week. So ba- Some big, big based, discussions, big questions. Yeah, absolutely. Based on what he said, I, I can't help but thinking maybe some... Maybe Russ is slightly playing the victim here a little bit. He's trying to maybe just to be a bit controversial about this. Maybe he's sort of trying to trying to engineer the move away, which means he doesn't upset the supporters. He still retains their our respect, but by the same token, he's not disrespecting Cardiff. If it doesn't happen, he's lost nothing, and if it does happen, then great for him because you'll get probably double his money. Um, he'll get a bigger budget to work with. Obviously, a better squad. They're still on Premier League. Oh, Slade's laughing. There's card coming for Slade. Slade is laughing. He'll have, a, he'll have a budget. He'll have a massive stadium. They've got a massive fan base. Um, and he'll have all the support of the Orient fans, which is perfect for him. Flip side to that, to play devil's advocate, is the moral of the story here is that Russ is our manager. Forget about Cardiff. Just crack on with Orient. If they come in for him and it's officially announced, then then we can have discussions then. Or Absolutely. Well, he's I mean? not. Russ hasn't been disrespectful to Orient. He's been, you know... Oh, he's been a consummate professional. Absolutely, and even when the whole fiasco was going on last week, Russ never stepped out of line and said, you know, it's a disgrace to have, you know, 
you kind of always supported the club. Yeah, and absolutely. And he's a perfect manager, so... He's got a great attitude. He's got no hair, but we don't care, and we'd love him to stay. I'd love and, to... And we love... hope he does stay. No, I, I, I absolutely agree. But he's at the been... same time, if if a big championship club comes in for him, then it's the same with a player, you know. If, if a big championship club comes in for Coxie, or, you know, I remember right last right. season that, you know, Mooney was getting it, was interested in a big club. You, you can't, you can't begrudge no. players a big, a big move. And same, same with Slade, you know. Yeah. So, hopefully it's next week. Well, hopefully he'll Slade be will still be here. But if he's not, then, you know, all we can do is applaud him and say, well Thank done, first you've done. Yeah. So I think I think it still begs the question as to why we're so poor, why we are so poor at home, and why we travel better and play better away. I, I, I it's just a thing I just cannot understand why we don't play so well at home. I think um, I think at What's home maybe we still got a bit of playoff um, slump. Yeah, but how does that not travel transpond away? Because it's a smaller crowd away and there's less pressure on you. So for example, when I turned up at home to Chesterfield, it was the first game of the season, and I just couldn't be bothered. And it was just so I, I was just demotivated, thinking that you know we should. Rotherham had Derby away and we were had Chesterfield at home, and I was sitting there and I was up for it and I was singing, but you know it was a slump, mm. and then it made you reflect on last season, and I just thought, oh god, like and then we, we got to do all this again yeah. after being so close, you know. And rubbish and grounds. All I do is sit there. I don't play football. Yeah. You know, so I don't know how that reflects on the players, but you know, Brisbane Road can be quiet sometimes. You know. I love Orient, you know, fans fans are great, but sometimes it is quiet in there, you know, mm. against Colchester, which was our local derby, it was very quiet, because yeah. we were doing Orient player, so we weren't actually in the south stands, where we normally yeah, are, West. but it was quiet, it was really quiet, and you know, it was quiet against Walsall, and mm. it was quiet against Chesterfield, mm. we've got to make Brisbane Road more of a fortress, yeah, you're right, and I don't know how we do that, you know, the North Stand's a family stand, they don't often pipe up, West Stand... Very pipe quiet. up a little bit but the south end of it mostly the south end pipes up but when you're attacking the north stand do you even would you even hear that I don't know east stand nothing comes from the east end. no but you know Colchester came they were much louder than us yeah but so, they had something to sing about <laughs> well we come to the end of that we just got to make Brisbane Road a fortress we've yeah. got to make it an absolute fortress you know we've got two home games this week coming up yeah, Sheffield United, who will bring a big crowd. They'll all support a team. Yeah. They they will bring a big probably, crowd. They'll bring a few hundred with on them, Tuesday. No we need to be aware of that. I think you know, even at three 0 up at home to Sheffield United, I still want to be confident after their comeback. Uh, comebacks this past week, mm. you know, they beat Colchester after being two goals down. They almost pulled it back against Swindon after being three goals down, but be cut tight. Our reward for beating uh, Aston Villa away, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And we need to make sure that we capitalise on that. So yeah, absolutely right. Makes make a lot of noise. On Tuesday night, I can't imagine that we're going to have a, a massive turnout because you know it's not going to be it's not the oh, glamour time we were hoping but for. But if you go in, you know, um, make some noise and get behind the boys. We need to really make Brisbane Road more of a fortress and make it more intimidating for visiting teams. You know, we really do. We we should. That that's exactly how it should be. It, that's exactly how it should be. So, yeah, get behind the boys again on Tuesday night. I shall be there. You can't make that, can you? No, daughter's um, birthday. So happy second birthday, Jessiness. <laughs> and. <laughs> And so I'll be there covering uh, for Orient as well. And if we win that, podcast. if we win that, then I, you know, that's when you that's start getting a big. really big team start coming out. So if we win that, there are there will be a big chance of getting the European big teams. teams now. T- teams are playing in Europe, I think, coming in the f- next. No, they're already in this round. I don't. So, yeah, yeah, they're already in this round. But you start getting, you start filtering the week from the chat. Yeah. So, you know, give it your best, those you can definitely do it. Followed by a home game on Saturday against Rochdale, and I didn't realise how 
kind of well, watched how we're doing. Yeah. So seventh in the league, one place uh, beyond the playoffs. They have played nine, won four, which is a bad, drawn one and lost four. But to me, if we're going to do anything this season, we have to beat teams like Rochdale at home. Those are exactly the sorts of teams that we need to be beating. Teams that have just come up, teams that aren't used to our league yet. But, but you know, the league's still finding its feet. Oh, absolutely. You know, it's certainly not, not a given that they're going to be anywhere near there. Same as Bradford and Chesterfield. You'd probably accept, uh, expect Bristol City, MK Dons, Peterborough and Swindon to be there or thereabouts. Yeah, so that's, that's the top four as it currently stands. But, um, you know, massive opportunity. So, two, if we, you know, two home games, two home wins. Get the pressure off Slade. And as we said, hopefully this time next week when we're doing this podcast we'll have a next round of the cup another three points another three points and at hopefully home. Russ Slade still is our manager yeah absolutely um, I think uh, yeah I think just to sort of round up really there's been an awful lot to talk a lot of opinions but, but very 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 few facts other than the fact that Russell is staying at the moment and long may that continue um, if Cardiff come in maybe if he does go and speak to him he might not like what they've got to say oh absolutely um, but... he, it happened to him with Barnsley uh, Barnsley came in for him a, a few seasons ago and Barry Hearn said no you can't go and talk to him I, I don't give you permission uh, Slade was obviously upset it's nearer to his home it was a bigger club at the time but then the following season we were absolutely diabolical yeah. and Slade turned around to Hearn and said I can't believe you haven't sacked me he said no you've got a contract we've got a contract you'll see out that contract and, and for that then Slade got us next yeah. season 7th and last season yeah. to the playoff final so he, he understands, he accepts, he appreciates how, how it works. I think he's an honourable, decent guy and I don't think we'll see anything other than that and honesty from him. I just wish the club would come out and, and state what their position is. Absolutely. So if you've got any opinions to finish up on, you can always uh, tweet us at yep. Orion Outlook and we won't mention any tweets unless they are uh, sent to us at Orion Outlook. Um, and also give us an email yep. uh, Outlook at outlook.com. And yeah, hopefully this time next week we'll have Slade another three points next round of the Cup. So thank you for listening. Up the as, as always, Paul. Yeah, absolutely. Have a great seven days, everybody. Get behind the boys, and we will see you next week. Thanks for joining us. Up the O's. Hey!